This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Manhattan office leasing has shown some progress. It's Tuesday, October 3rd, and this is your New York Daily News. Tuesday's forecast in New York City calls for sunny skies with a high near 81 and a low near 64. Before today's top story, the roughly 2 million New York tenants living in rent-stabilized apartments were handed a victory Monday by the U.S. Supreme Court, which said it would not hear a challenge to the state's rent-stabilization law brought by powerful landlord groups. The court denied the petition brought by the Community Housing Improvement Program and the Rent Stabilization Association, but a pair of similar cases are still pending, and the landlord organizations behind the toss suit indicated this would not be the end of the road for their fight against rent-stabilization. The rent stabilization law has been a pillar of New York housing since it was enacted in 1969. About one million New York City households, mostly in older buildings, are rent-stabilized, meaning they have limited rent adjustments as well as lease renewal rights. Median monthly rent is about $1,400 for stabilized apartments. And women living in New York City and also those visiting from out of town will now be able to access abortion telehealth services and have abortion pills delivered to their doors through the city's public hospitals network. Mayor Adams announced the new policy in the City Hall Rotunda Monday morning and made clear that it comes as a direct response to last year's U.S. Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. The new services, which began Monday, allow women to schedule appointments with health care providers through the city's Health and Hospitals Virtual Express Care System. After an assessment and counseling, patients can then receive medication to induce an abortion within days if medical professionals deem it clinically appropriate. To receive the services, though, patients must attest to be located within the five boroughs at the time of the telehealth call and must also attest that they will be in the city when they take the medication. After Roe v. Wade was struck down, conservative-leaning states quickly began passing laws curtailing women's access to abortions. Some, like Alabama, have gone so far as to threaten to prosecute those who help women travel for abortions. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. More of Manhattan's empty offices are getting rented out, according to recent stats, though the latest figures are still lagging compared to the pre-pandemic era. Businesses and other organizations leased 26.1% more office space from July through September compared to the previous quarter, according to a report by Colliers released Monday, raising hope that the borough's real estate comeback from the ravages of COVID is continuing slowly but surely. 
Still, the latest numbers marked a slump compared to previous boom years before the pandemic. The quarter was boosted by two huge leases, law firm Davis Polk and Wardwell extending and expanding their 710,000-square-foot lease on Lexington Avenue and the city's Administration for Children's Services' new 641,000-square-foot lease on Williams Street. Those deals were for more than a fifth of all demand last quarter, with the law firm's lease marking Manhattan's biggest one in two years. As is always the case in the Manhattan office market, one or two deals can move the needle, explained Franklin Wallach, executive managing director for research at Collier's. Leasing was led by the financial services, insurance, and real estate sectors, representing nearly a third of activity, followed by the public sector at nearly a quarter. Manhattan overall and Midtown South in particular had record high vacant space while downtown saw less space up for grabs. The average going rate for office rents dropped by less than 1%. Wallach cautioned that the final three months of the year will be critical. Even though there was an uptick in leasing activity year-to-date, we are still not yet on pace to surpass 2022 leasing, he said. Based on just the pure math, if leasing was to continue at the current rate for the last three months of the year, we would fall about 13% below 2022's full-year leasing volume. But the fourth quarter is often a very active quarter. It remains to be seen whether the holiday season will be a merry one for real estate bigs. We often see a bit of a rush of activity between Thanksgiving and New Year's, said Wallach. The fourth quarter is certainly not written yet. Anything can happen. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.